When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Joe Reed, and this is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. I have Alan Minskoff with me, and he is letting us know what he thinks about what he's listening to. Hey, Alan, how are you? I'm good, and uh, I'm enjoying our Tuesday and moving on from Cormac McCarthy. Okay. We'll have, we'll have different experience today. And what do we have today? Today we have a fantasy, a kind of dystopian fantasy called 40. And it concerns climate change, but it has this wonderful little trick. And that is the heroine, the protagonist, Maisie, grows a set of wings. And during this very dark moment in the Republic, she is able to see the world in a different way. She's set up as kind of an iconic, heroic figure. And she's fun to listen to. By my lights, it's a young narrator named Julia Atwood, who's an actress. And she has a very soft, yet engaging, youthful voice which is just right for this young woman the the story circles around. And who's the author of the book? It's uh, Alan Heathcock, who was known as a short story writer, and this is his first novel. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. And Julia Atwood, she hasn't done much. Recently, she did When We Were Friends by Nancy yes. Yeager, and I really, really like that. Her voice is, stays with you. Yeah. And this isn't easy to do because she has to, of course, do all the voices. There are males and females, and there are people who are pretentious, people who are in power. But the central voice is Maisie Goodwin, and she does her very, very well. And you can imagine there are scenes where this woman discovers she has wings and can fly, and that's the conceit that that makes the, uh, the novel special and different. And she does that well. And it's set, it's a dystopian future, the near future in the U.S.? I think it's a fairly near future, mm-hmm. not the immediate future, but a near future. And what, how did she get her, how, how did Maisie get her wings? <laughs> <laughs> well, Maisie's a soldier, and she wakes up one morning after going to an event, a very peculiar event that figures sort of later in the plot, and she wakes up and she has wings. It's no more complicated than that. And then she, of course, discovers wow. discovers she can fly and does fly. And then he gets very involved in the complexities of the people who are trying to take over the country. Okay. Well, can we hear a little bit? Yes, by all means. All right. Should you explain anything before we start? Yes, this is well into the plot. She is already this iconic winged creature who the people in the, uh, in the country at this time, you know, are in awe of. So, okay, you'll see. This is 40 by Alan Heathcock, read by Julia Atwood. 
I was to live in my childhood home, in a storybook tree, on a plateau encased in the cone of miasmic light. During their orientation, the Nove would come as pilgrims to bear homage to Seraphine, the angel of forty. The meadow was consecrated ground, the tree a temple. This was what Nolly explained to me. Who is talking to whom here? Well, this is Maisie talking. Maisie is doing the talking. Maisie is actually doing the talking because she has been moved to this place where she is to live kind of separate from everyone else and where they can kind of keep an eye on her. She has a very young searching voice, which I like because I love that kind of looking ahead. Does that even make sense that you can have that in a voice? Yes. And I think she does. The other thing that needs to be said about her voice is that she sounds just about the Maisie's in her early 20s. She does have a voice that stays with you. I mean, it's exactly what you said when we were friends. I have that voice in my mind. It's so interesting when narrators can do that, that can pull you in and you can just still hear parts of the book. And maybe it's because the book was so great. And maybe it's because the narrator could just express it so well. Well, I think this is a coming genre, people who are trying to predict what an environmental catastrophe in the future might be. I mean, it's certainly worth writing about, and this is one of those. Yeah. Okay, that is 40 by Ellen Heathcock, read by Julia Atwood. Thank you so much, Alan, and I will talk to you tomorrow. And I look forward to it. Simon & Schuster Audio is the sponsor of today's episode of Behind the Mic. If you're looking for a thrilling new audiobook, make sure to check out Janet Ivanovich's latest must-listen, Going Rogue, read by Lorelai King. It's available everywhere audiobooks are sold. I'm Joe Reed. I'll talk to you tomorrow.